0: Welcome Cancelled, back in the living room studio with the one and only, <laughs> a couple beers in our hands, the Pat Dean
1: is here. I, almost, I said the Pat the Dean. The Pat, maybe I'll be one of like, those guys. <laughs> I'll be the Pat Dean. I'm kind of into it. I'll I'm 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 see. how long do you think I can get away with like signing up at Open Mics as the Pat <laughs> Dean before people are like, hey man, shut the fuck Stop. up. Do you, <laughs> who do you think you are? <laughs> you I give it
0: two uh no it depends on the mic i feel like a lot of those guys they would just be like oh the
1: pat dean is." Here. <laughs> well they already feel that way anyway so
0: <laughs> just a piece of
1: shit on the mic over here how are you life's okay for you life is not
0: bad how about yourself it's another gorgeous 80 degree winter day here in austin texas no climate change just no. really fine yep it's whoops it's february and uh it's really warm so yeah, that it's makes legit sense. 80 degrees outside yeah. Uh, New York has a blizzard warning for tomorrow. It is 80 <laughs> degrees outside.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's so gorgeous out, and we're just inside talking like, about fucking Kolchak. His <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking suit. Uh-huh. Oh, in his fucking suit. Well, let's start. All right. So, episode nine, The Spanish Moss Murders. Uh-huh. It opens with him like just covered in dirt from head to toe. Yeah, he's like sitting on a bench doing a t- talking to the tape recorder thing. But he's, and I, at first, I was like, okay, maybe they're just committing to this him being homeless thing that we've been talking about. Yeah, where he's just filthy now because he's living on the street. Absolutely. Which I was hoping was going to be the case.
1: Not the case. Well, it's interesting because both episodes open up with him not wearing his usual outfit, and yeah. it was like jarring. Like yeah. I, like I was like, oh my god, oh fuck. That's just what he looks like. That's cool. Which is dressed like that. You look better covered in dirt. You psycho. Yeah, he, he looked pretty.
0: He he was like cartoonishly covered in dirt. Though. Like <laughs> like his hat was filthy. Yeah. He looked like a like he like a Looney Tunes bomb had exploded in front of him. His face was just black. Yeah. He looked <laughs> yeah real silly. <laughs>
1: Um, I always love when that happened to Daffy because his his beak would go on the other side, sideways, and he had yeah, to yeah, yeah. turn it back to normal. Mm-hmm. Christ, those are some surreal fucking cartoons. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you think
0: about it. Su- Looney Tunes. All those old Looney Tunes, like the Silly Symphonies era Looney Tune stuff, was either like hilariously absurd in that way, yeah, or like. Right, ingly racist like there was, yeah, oh, there, there was yeah. no two ways in between yeah
1: what it's so funny because man it's like i i think about that sometimes those old cartoons where you you just look at it and you just go like this is fucking awkward to see now yeah i wonder if like the dudes in the writing room if like i just wonder if they're just like yeah we'll stick it to them yeah. or if they were just like no it's just a joke we're doing like i don't yeah, know it's a I weird thing feel to think
0: like about at that time That was just what humor was, you know what I mean? So I don't know if it necessarily was that evil. Yeah. But at the same time, there was definitely, like, when you get into, like, the propaganda-y ones. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, there's, like, a Superman one, uh, of several, where he's, like, fighting the Japs in World War II. And there's one in particular I'll never forget where, like, he goes into this guy's office, and it's just, like, a white dude in a suit, black hair. It's just a guy. And they're taught, like, Car Kent's interviewing him, whatever, whatever, and he leaves. And then, like, the guy turns around and closes the blinds, and when he closes the blinds, they turn, like, they flatten, and it's white, and it becomes a Japanese flag, like, there's that big red sun in the middle of it. <laughs> and you then, that? And, and you're like, bon dong dong, dong dong like, crazy, Jap- like, Asian music. Not yeah. even Japanese. Like, that's Chinese music. Yeah, yeah. But fucking whatever. And then, like, he turns around, and he's just an Asian stereotype. <laughs> he turns around, and he's got, like, the buck teeth and the glasses out of fucking nowhere.
1: It's so funny, because, like, when you see that now on those, those old-timey things, there's no way they could get away. Well, everyone's while well, someone tries to but i feel like there's no Ooh. way they can get away with it now but like so when you see it party is almost like okay this is <laughs> kind of nostalgic and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, well yeah. no but that's bad that's like bad. you shouldn't feel that way yeah. but a part of it it's like when you watch old 80s movies and they say something really homophobic and everyone sure. laughs then you're just like and it's
0: like your hero saying it's your yeah and, it's and a you're good like guy.
1: oh well that's huh that's not good
0: <laughs> yeah i remember uh not kind of to the asian thing uh I used to manage a movie theater. This is like 2006, 2007, something like that. Uh, it's back home in uh, upstate New York. And uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry had come out. Hell yeah. And I, <laughs> I had to watch all the movies to make sure they were put together right. Because like, they come on reels. Oh, okay. Just they come in sure like individual working. reels. And the, our projectionist has to kind of connect them to play on these big, fat things. So I had to make sure they were put together correctly. So I had to watch, fucking I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. And Rob Schneider just does yellow face in that movie. Really? Like full on, like fucking. Was it Breakfast at Breakfast Tiffany's? Tiffany's yeah. Like full on, like buck teeth. Oh, saw like fucking. It's two thousand and seven. That's insane.
1: That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For he sure, he might be a little Asian.
0: No, I, no. I think he's okay. Like, he, right, let's say he is. He still does like that's like if like. uh... If I as a mixed race like a dude just decided to
1: do blackface Yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. not cool. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, well, you know. It was two thousand seven. Yeah, it's a different time. A you different know what time. though? It's fucking weird. It kinda was. If you yeah. think about like, isn't it strange? It's a little pre woke, you know what I mean? Like
0: you could definitely I feel like there's less of the, like the Twitter backlash. Yeah. The, the culture
1: and... has moved in a different direction so quickly that like Even, like, honestly, like, five years ago, you could get away with stuff that now you just couldn't. It's weird. It's an odd thing. Yeah. But, you know... It's probably for the best. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's horrible.
0: Uh, (laughs) 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 Let me hate who I want to hate. hate. Yeah, yeah. All right? Just want to be racist and make money off of it. Come on! I'm not a bad person.
1: (laughs) Just filled with hate. I mean, rent money. Just filled with hate.
0: Uh, We get a classic girl-in-trouble Kolchek voiceover opening this episode, where she's like... She's going to her car, and there's fucking. She runs into the the moss monster, who also, by the way, again Richard Keel, yeah, who played the Indian in the the in the the fucking jewel thief Indian yeah. episode. I don't think He's I, the moss monster.
1: I don't think I realized it was him until I looked it up. Yeah, it's on the credits. No. I
0: didn't. I didn't. You can't see his face. He he looks like swamp thing. He's bald. What's, what's
1: great about that opening? So that lady's leaving the hospital. Yeah, she's walking, and she. Uh, it works in the medical field. Obviously, an sure. intelligent human, and she hears the creepy. Ugh, yeah, Ugh, and she just kind of is like, "Huh, that's weird," and turns around, and has a look at her face, like, "Okay, whatever," and keeps walking. And like, what? Yeah. what? Like, what, hold on, <laughs> yeah, 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 speed up or something. Yeah, it's it's not a dude passing by in a car being like, you know, hey, sexy smile, and you're like, yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll yeah. just keep walking, ignore, and it'll go away. Right, this right, is right. a creepy monster who's gonna kill you. Yeah. Uh, also. She
0: walks past a, a store window that says prescriptions filled. Sure. Why not? Then it also says notions and sundries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the 70s were. I, I know what sundries are. Right. Like that's, you know, but what the fuck?
1: How do you sell notions? That is, yeah, that is yeah, yeah. really. Notions and sundries. What are uh, what are you, uh, so what's good here? Well, we have a lot of abstract concepts. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. yeah I'll take love question mark got <laughs> <I have> some <laughs> empathy yeah, please? Yeah,
0: yeah. uh there's a, there's some great great like noirish Kolchek check shit where <laughs> I don't even get this one, so uh the first murder is a guy at a, worked at a restaurant like a fancy restaurant, oh yeah, uh it's like it's French uh at one point, fucking the uh uptight says like. After he after the guy died he went there and he's like even the pate was lackluster because pate was the height of fancy in 1970. Right? yeah got uptight's the worst but uh, but Kolchek says he looked just as dead as any shorter to cook in any greasy spoon
1: yeah that's fucking harsh to those poor guys just trying to make a living also it's like so did people just get murdered in greasy spoons all the time in I the guess, 70s like that I was guess a, the dangerous uh, occupation
0: <laughs> but also here's a weird line as well. Uh as he's walking into the restaurant, like there's he's there interrupting a crime scene as Kolchek is wont to do. Yep. And uh you can hear one of the cops, like the cop who's interviewing the guy from the restaurant, he go the guy says, Big restaurant like this, and you don't have a night watchman? No? Yeah, what like that's not a thing restaurants have. No. I have never I've worked in restaurants, I've been this. i I've frequented several. I have never seen a <laughs> security guard for at a fucking restaurant. Doesn't make any sense.
1: Especially like Especially like after they're closed, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. like I get if you have a guy checking IDs at the front if you're at, like a club, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's closed mm-hmm. out at like five in the morning, yeah. no, why would there <laughs> yeah. be one there? Well, it's crazy because like the the swamp monster when he when he kills that that lady at the beginning, it's not necessarily. I don't wanna say it's graphic, because there's no blood or anything right. like that, but it looked fucking brutal.
0: Yeah, yeah. When well, he it picks her, like her up her. and crushes her chest. It's crazy. She sells it well. Yeah. Like she's creepy. like really looks painful and like yeah, for it sure. It was a
1: it was a pretty creepy episode. Yeah, I kind of like
0: if you can get past the part that it's a moss monster, yeah. It's genuinely pretty creepy. Like, it the is. monster is scary, mm-hmm. kills cops. Uh which okay, less scary for me. But um Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but I very like also they keep finding this like parts of his grass on like he's covered in Spanish moss and we keep they keep finding it on these bodies and uh sees like hey what's with that grass and, and the cop's like I don't know some kind of salad or something we are in a restaurant yeah it's and I, was just, like, I was like yeah okay I guess that kind of makes sense but then Kolchek's like what about that salad vinaigrette a green goddess
1: <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Kolchak? Yeah, I love when the cops just... It's like when he, he gets there with, with stealing uh, the feather yeah, in an yeah. earlier episode. like They just don't secure crime scenes well, and they don't seem to ca- care. that care.
0: much? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a fucking another great moment. Well, first off, we have to address the fact that this cop is being very nice to Kolchak. I loved it. He, when he walks in Cole, like, one of the other cops is trying to like shoo him out of there and, like, and the cop's like no 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 everybody has a job to do just stay out of the way and everything will be fine uh, we find out that he has been like he was famously a very mean cop and screaming and all the time and he's like trying to like work on bettering himself it lasts like two thirds of the episode eventually he's just like fucking Kolchak like he's so mad I love that Kolchak's just ruining this man's life just by existing
1: Ko really is the worst. Yeah. And, and it's funny that like he has undoubtedly saved many lives, if True. not the world. Yeah, but like he's just the worst. He's, yeah, no, he's kind of an be so Pissed if I was one of those cops. Yo, if I had a yeah, for sure. Uh, there's <laughs> a major egregious example next episode where that happens. But well, we'll, we'll, well, we'll there's
0: a couple. There's one in this episode where uh, he goes. He's at like the police station. He's trying to get the information. Like so, the cops say that this guy at the restaurant was killed by one of the other people at the restaurant who he had just fired, like another chef, who had, like, attacked him and said he's going to come back to get him or whatever. He's trying to get his name, cop will give him his name. He's trying to get more information uh-huh, on the grass and shit. So he sneaks into, he goes into the lab, and he tells the the guy, the, the, the fucking guy's name is Paco for some reason. I don't know why that makes me laugh. I guess anybody can be a doctor. I don't mean to be racist, but, like... But
1: Paco but is a... Paco. It's a funny it's, name.
0: It is kind of a fun name. Uh, he hey, tells Doctor like, Seamus. Like, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is that
1: your fucking name?
0: Uh, he tells him like, oh, some kids left the air out of your tires, so he runs out and he just like starts going through the fucking files and shit, which is just full on illegal. You can't do that. You definitely can't do that. He's like, he has to hide because the cop comes back at one point. Like that, you like, I get you're a reporter. We're supposed to like you, but like, you're just really going full on into being a kind of a dirtbag Oh yeah. Uh, no, the
1: ACLU would have this guy for breakfast. Like, <laughs> you
0: can't do this. The cop, though, I will say, is like poetic, yeah, in a weird way, where he's talking about this the the suspect, uh, this uh, this chef who got fired, uh, who <laughs> he can't remember where he was because he became insensate from the consumption of alcohol. Like he's that drunk insensate from the consumption
1: of too much alcohol that's how you know he's an alcoholic that's, <laughs> what, that's what those guys do is I, I we both work in I've worked in bars sure. for many years you see us people people where, where where it's like And you know, I will admit that uh, I was in my cups. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you kind of laugh
1: a little. It's kind of a charming thing to say, but like, no, you're you're drunk,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're You're
1: dehydrated from alcohol, (laughs) and you're going insane, right? It's like a small insanity. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. In a weird way, your
0: brain is being poisoned. It's Uh, poison. Yeah, which yeah, it's absolutely poison. It's
1: weird. Uh, Alcohol is kind of weird. It's, I can't believe it exists. I'm glad it does or sure. I blow my brains out. But uh, it's, it's a weird thing that like we could just sell it to people. It's like, yeah. it's like if it wasn't already legal. If we just
0: found out. If somebody out, just invented it now, people, like, people would the be fuck like, what are you talking about? No. Are you yeah, kidding yeah. me? Yeah.
1: You waited for a bunch of fruit to get rotten and then you drank <laughs> it? What? And then yeah. what happened? You get in the car and you killed someone? <laughs> no, we're getting rid of this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a crazy thing.
0: No, but fucking weed's still illegal. Who knew? Uh, uh, <laughs> also, there's a couple weird... So, the first victim, they say... Uh, the woman, they say, got hit. It was a hit and run because of how destroyed her chest is. Yeah. Now they say this guy. And Kolchak's like, you saw the guy. He looked like he'd been hit by a bulldozer or whatever. Uh, the, the next victim is... They go, he says... Wanna be superstar and I'm looking at him I'm like that man is homeless yeah
1: he's
0: filthy it's like wearing rags he's sneaking into the basement of an apartment building to drink hobo booze I was like <laughs> this man is an out this, this is a homeless person and I love the fact that I thought like Kolchek just thinks that's what superstardom is it's just a homeless guy that gets to go inside at night <laughs>
1: Is this the guy who he smokes a joint too? Uh yeah, he smokes because a joint. Because he says something really funny. It's something like uh and his choice of martini for the evening. <laughs> he takes out a joint and just yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. man.
0: Uh he gets killed. We find out that he is a uh, a street performer. So I guess that's what he meant by want to be superstar. <laughs> yeah. He's like a musician that plays on the street. <laughs> Kolchek goes and tracks down some people that know him. To other like street musicians. One guy is uh he knows him from Louisiana. Uh the other guy is this little tiny ma- is a little tiny man. He's very tiny. He's wearing a little beret and he's like talking in this French accent and his name's Pepe Leroux. He rolls. And he's just like, Oh, I know Mr. Chanson. He's like talk I that was a flawless accent by the way it was pretty good. It was terrible. <laughs> uh and then he's suddenly like hey my name's Steve Morris from the Bronx. Yeah, he it's just like, gives up. He's like, but he says the weirdest thing. He's like, a guy, my ha- a guy my size, you got to do the Pepe LaRue thing. People expect it. Why? What are you talking about? Why does about? anyone expect a short man to be
1: French that doesn't make anything? It's so weird. Yeah, it's yeah. like an odd thing to say, because you're like, I've never looked at a short person and been like, yeah. French bastard. You better have a fucking flawless French accent. <laughs> and he starts talking, and he's like, oh, this guy, he's a Oh, uh, You you want I grab some nosh? Yeah. And you're like, well, what tells, the hell? He tells
0: Kolchak that he moved to Chicago to get involved in organized crime. <laughs> but he didn't make the height requirement. (laughs) I love the idea of moving to a city to get involved in organized crime.
1: Well, I'm thinking of being a criminal... You can't just be a criminal where you live. You're, the, you're from no, the Bronx. Crime is a
0: 100. Uh, it's a growth industry. It's all opportunity. Yeah, it's a it's that field is wide open. There's, Anyone can join. There's no criminals in New York City.
1: Yeah, happy, yeah. whatever your name turned out to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fraud. yeah. Uh,
0: there's a great so, whoo, so the way he tracks this guy down is he goes to the place where the guy was murdered the basement of this apartment building hell yeah and he runs into this guy who's like the super or something and he tells him that he works for like the health department or whatever classic Kolchak Ruth <laughs> the guy's like the the owner of the building wants his basement locked down immediately Kolchak's like why? he's like ah oh, we got all kinds of kids sneaking in here necking smoking cocaine ah <laughs> Those are two vastly different activities. <laughs>
1: Teenagers seeking it in necking yeah. and smoking cocaine. Hey, babe, let's yeah. smoke cocaine and then make out. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I've never smoked coke, but I have to imagine. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you, that makes you want to make out in a basement. I have well, no fucking here's idea. Here's the thing. But... Necking is maybe the most innocent of sexual activities
0: necking. you can do. Necking. you're just necking. Yeah. I feel like it leaves a hickey... Nobody's oh, getting pregnant. It's no.
1: totally fine. Maybe some heavy petting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there a more gross term than heavy petting? I don't. First off, that one I don't like it because it implies
0: that there's also light petting, which I don't know what that would be. <laughs> it's yeah, just it's like, like sort toy. of brushing someone's shoulder. Uh, but yeah, heavy petting sounds gross. like Are you fucking an animal.
1: I don't who's petting. It's a no human good. Being. <laughs> it's not a good thing to say. It's very creepy. I love saying it.
0: Uh, so that guy says, like, uh, oh, you think he was one of those street musicians? Oh, t- because they found on the body, they found a smashed guitar and the body was covered in change. There was nickels and quarters <laughs> everywhere. And the guy's like, ah, you think he was one of those street musicians? And Colchick's like, oh, that makes sense. And he goes to where the street musicians hang out. Uh, uh, while he's also, the little man, when they're, going, they're like walking and talking, Kolchek isn't 10 bucks for all this information. They're walking and talking. And because he's so tiny, he he's walking on the curb and Kolchak is walking on yeah. the street so they can seem like more height appropriate and it, it it struck me like he should be like dancing on the tops of Kolchak's feet at like a <laughs> wedding you know what I mean it's so goofy
1: yeah, it was uh, a goofy fucking little guy yeah he was. and then he disappears he gets murdered yeah, it's in, so in front of of Kolchak <laughs> yeah, it's very weird Kolchak doesn't see it
0: because he literally he keeps saying that like I was talking to this little man and he disappears right before my eyes and Vincenzo's like can you please stop talking about this little man who disappears yeah you sound like a
1: goddamn lunatic especially because I don't think Kolchak goes to the cops after that no Kolchak goes to Vincenzo so he's walking right with this fucking weird tiny little, elf little Frenchman
0: Bronx whatever
1: and they're In a wa- beret they're wa- and,
0: uh, and by the way a tiny beret Very because tiny. he. Because the beret is left behind when he disappears. And Kolchak takes it with him back to... He's like, he has a... That's a fucking guy on the street. He has a tin cup.
1: Like yeah, a, like, yeah, like yeah. you should bag on prison bars with. Like a fucking <laughs> tin cup. Nowadays, they just make a Moscow mule in that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah $15. 50, yeah, it's like a little tin cup covered in shit. Yeah. And now we have appropriated <laughs> it and turned it yeah. into a fucking drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we eat dinner off of plates of wood because we're fucking psychopaths in austin texas but so it's like he's walking with this guy and he's like i'm trying to investigate this thing i think something's up and then the guy disappears and again he doesn't go to the cops he's just like well it's this part of the story motherfucker he just got murdered (laughs) you know he's dead
0: Colcheck does like so they figure out that there's Spanish moss on all these bodies that they find. So he has to go to like a greenhouse and then oh, Spanish moss doesn't grow in Chicago. It only grows in Louisiana. Yeah. I would also imagine Spain, but who knows? <laughs> um So he goes so uh what we find out is uh that he's this moss monster is this Cajun boogeyman called Per I, can't, I, 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 I mean, lost it. It was some shit that, like, when I googled it, they made up for this episode. Okay, so there's, was it real? There, it's not like a... Well, I mean, it's not real in the sense that there's no boogeyman, no, but no. it wasn't like a, a long-standing Cajun myth or anything. Well, I felt like so, like a lot of these episodes, even when it's like a new monster, it'll be like, oh, that's rooted in some mythology or whatever. Yeah, it's a real thing. Or whatever. Uh, this one no they just made this one up out of fucking that's
1: funny, clear blue
0: sky. Uh, I feel like they had the fucking moss costume and just had it right backwards, yeah, uh, and that's fine. it worked it was effective, yeah, like uh, the monster's scary, it's eight feet tall, yeah, it fucking beats up a cop off a motorcycle and shit. It's fine, uh, he gets some pictures of it, and he shows them to Vincenzo and Vincenzo says, What is this? Salvador Dali's bomb mitzvah pictures? <laughs> I don't know." Did you pick those words out of a hat? What the fuck
1: are you talking <laughs> <Yes>. about? <laughs> it's like, uh, what is that? That, uh, that random word technique where you cut up words and throw them in the air. And <laughs> you just put them in that order. Okay, that's what that is. Uh, what is Vin- this? Picacolo's, Picasso's favorite dessert on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. What does that even mean? Uh, Vincenzo was working on a speech that he's
0: going to be giving at some like reporter's convention or some such. Uh
1: oh I love this part.
0: This first off, Vincenzo is becoming goofier and goofier yeah, as this it, show for progresses. Sure. He was sort of in the beginning like a very he was the boss. He was somewhat understanding of Kolchak because he has witnessed some of the craziness, but at the end of the day, he's an editor for a newspaper. Now he's just constantly like in cost he's like wearing a Santa beard or yeah. trying to go on vacation and he's sick or whatever, it's just goofy shit. So he's giving his speech and he's saying things like, uh, there's no room for sensational ballyhoo or inflammatory gimmickry. Like, what? no one... Who talks like that? What are you talking about? Yeah. I, I don't know if people talked like that in the 70s. I feel like people talked like that in the 30s, maybe. Yeah. It's just a weird...
1: Maybe he's supposed to kind of harken back to that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know?
0: Back in we, the good old days? Is, we've also missed part of this storyline, which is... Uh, there's a guy who the street performer knew who is currently uh, in, like, some sort of sleep study... There's a sleep... There's a doctor who... Stu- oh, yeah. There's a scientist who studies sleep and all the disorders thereof. And uh, this guy's been asleep for, like, six weeks. So he's alibied for this murder because he's been asleep being monitored 24 hours by this guy. And we find out that basically the main story is that he's in this sleep state he has created... He's been thinking of this Cajun boogeyman and has such brought it to life. But that fucking doctor is the worst. <laughs> He says, <laughs> he's terrible. Yeah, it's no he's no good. He's like, all, he says, uh, he's like, Coltix is oh, that's uh, kind of interesting or whatever, so, something the doctor says and doctor says, like, everything we study is exceedingly interesting. But he says it like he's falling asleep. Like, he's the most boring man <laughs> trying to sound interesting. And then he says yeah. the craziest shit. So he talks about, like, what they study there. Because he's like, nobody really studies sleep. We don't know what it is. But really, we touch on everything. And he says... Where is it? Hold on. I'll find it. I wrote it down because it's dumb. He's like, we touch on dreams, insomnia, narcolepsy, schizophrenia, hallucinations, yoga. What? Where did that last one come from? Those other things are, di- like, disorders. And then just like an exercise, yeah. I don't.
1: Understand. We study Italian food too. it's, like, yeah. it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. like it? Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> Apologize. Uh, we find out that Kolchek needs to get a spear made from a gum gum tree or some shit from yeah. the bayou. It's the only thing that can kill the boogeyman monster.
1: Uh, that this guy is somehow magically brought to life with his dreams, which we have no idea. Never ha- explained.
0: Never explained. <clears throat> But I, I'm fine with yeah. It's whatever. That guy dies. That guy fucking dies. So the cops finally realize, <laughs> the cops realize, oh, we have to try to wake this guy up and ask him some questions. Uh, because all the evidence keeps pointing back to this guy. And like, the doctor like gives him some shot to wake him up. And then the cops are like, give him another shot. I want this man awake. No. Sir, you don't yeah. get to prescribe medicine as a police officer, and be, for the very reason that it fucking kills him. He dies. He, dies. Yeah. he is literally an innocent man who is just having, like, narcolepsy issues. That's why he's there.
1: And you've killed him. And no one's bothered by that. No one gives a fuck. He dies. The doctor isn't even like, see what you made me do. He's yeah, just like, yeah, well, yeah. what can you do? yeah. That cop should go to jail. Yeah. That doctor should go to jail. It's fucking a problem. No one cares. The doctor says something like, well, he hasn't dreamed this whole time. Yeah, he
0: says he's been in deep delta sleep, so he hasn't been dreaming. But don't but then you... they look at the thing and they're like, no, yeah, like, they see, like, there's like an EKG readout or whatever. But it's if like...
1: you don't dream, don't you, like, die or go insane? Like, I don't I think there's some sort of thing.
0: Well, I think it's sleep deprivation. I don't think it's, like, not dreaming.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: Who knows? Who knows? You know, yeah, this doctor didn't know because he killed a man. He did. He fucking killed a man.
1: Under cop's
0: orders. No one gives a shit. Also, Colchak no doesn't even seem that bothered by it. No him. one cares. He's, he dies in front of them. <laughs> no one cares. It's not like they come back and find out he died. He died on the gurney in front of these human yeah, beings. That's
1: a really good point. Yeah, they, uh, they, they witnessed his death. Yeah.
0: No one cares. He kind of stirs a little bit and then fucking drops dead, and everyone's like, oh. Well, I guess that fucking monster is not going to come back now. And he'll never he's done
1: dreaming. He'll never dream. He says something weird, <laughs> something like real dumb, like that. Like, like, well, he has no more problems anymore. <laughs> like, Kolchak, a man's dead. Yeah, no, the man's someone's son just died. <laughs> he'll have uh, some empathy, you son of a bitch.
0: There's also like so, so Kolchak when he goes to see them street musicians, runs into. Uh, Pepe LaRue, and this other street musician who uh, he offers 10 bucks for information the guy takes him, is like, yeah, I knew him. We grew up in the same uh, parish together. And Kolchak's like, oh, religious man? He's like, no, parish. It's a county in Louisiana. I love how that was like a, in the 70s, no one knew that outside of Louisiana, yeah. so it was like exotic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he drives away without giving him really any information, but Kolchak tracks him down to this recording studio where he was taking that $10, he'd raised enough money for like an hour of Studio time (laughs) He's just playing a fiddle By himself By himself There's no singer There's no other band He's just playing a fiddle uh, And he's bitching at Kolchak Because Kolchak's interrupting his studio time Which costs $60 an hour (laughs) Excuse me (laughs) Yeah, yeah Uh, He's like, I'm here trying to record a bullet And then the producer guy Explains to us that A bullet's a song that's gonna go straight to the top The number one on the chart there has never been, nor will there ever be, a song that is just a man on a fiddle that is the number one song on the charts. Yeah.
1: That's not how popular music works. At least the uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack had like a thousand instruments. In there was a bunch of people
0: playing there was words, people yep. were singing songs he was just dicking around
1: on a fiddle. There yeah. wasn't
0: even like really a, a melody to it.
1: Just Oh yeah, that's cool I guess that you can do that, but like why why
0: would anyone uh, buy this? Uh, the ca- <laughs> Polchek says he has to go to the South Side hillbilly ghetto, which sounds like the most terrifying place in the world. But I love that Chicago has a ghetto just for hillbillies. Hillbillies, I love. I just, I'm literally picturing like no shoes, overalls, straw
1: hat. It's crazy, Chicago. I, I've, I don't think I've ever, I've never been to Chicago. Uh, right. Not even when I was was like a little kid. I've never been to Chicago. I don't know much about Why it. Why
0: would you have been there when you were a little kid? Well, I'm saying like I don't that's remember. Just a,
1: that's just so weird. I guess it's... I've never been there even when I was a little kid. <laughs> you guess... know how when you're a child and you go to Chicago. <laughs> I guess that was a very weirdly phrased thing. <laughs> I mean, like I like maybe so I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, I guess I uh, yeah, wasn't an idiot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, um, I guess Chicago was this crazy melting pot of people where there's like gypsies there's yeah. native americans yeah, yeah. there's fucking cajuns <laughs> yeah there's a fairly big Cajun community. it's weird to meet cajuns in texas and they're yeah, yeah. fucking they're right next to close. us pretty yeah, yeah, close yeah chicago well, like cajuns don't leave louisiana like no.
0: cajuns they just stay in the swamp
1: it's a weird fucking thing so like it's just funny there's all these different groups together and yeah. you're just like you had no idea
0: uh-huh the cop finally loses with kolchek and he yells You've been bugging me! You're bugging me good! <laughs> I love it. It's my
1: favorite. Yeah, what he got... Because he was so nice, and then just beyond mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But even beyond mad, his
0: beyond mad is, you're bugging me. You're bugging me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which I just very much enjoy. It.
1: Ah, he's really bugging me lately.
0: Kolchak uh, eventually Kulchak. finds the beast in the sewers and stabs him with the fucking gum gum spear. That's why he's so dirty in the beginning of the yeah. thing, because it's a flashback. He's been in the sewers all night.
1: I liked that. I liked that. There that, that was an interesting structure. Yeah, Which yeah. I guess,
0: you know, it's weird because that's I, kind of how they all
1: work. That's how they all work, but I, I think it's kind of rare that, like, the opening of the episode is also the ending of the episode. Sure. You know what I mean? So, obvious, uh, yeah, it's always like him after the fact being like, and here's the adventure. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is one where it literally ends. It starts right where it ends. And he couldn't be less disturbed. Yeah.
0: He's like sitting on that bench, filthy, covered in sewer water, has just killed a moss man <laughs> that was created from someone's dreams. And he's kind of bored. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, he... I just love how this is so old hat to Kolchak that nothing just like, yeah, he gets kind of excited when he finds out what the new monster is, but by the end when he's killed it, he's like, yeah,
1: you know, killing monsters. One of one thing that's interesting about the Kolchak character is that I don't know how much time is supposed to have elapsed in the series, right? So we don't know if he's been fighting monsters for like a month, right? Two months a or, or a couple too. weeks, and it's weird because it's like he—it's not like he's a young guy. He looks like to yeah, be—he looks in like his like late forties, so it's like—is this just a new thing that he's constantly fighting monsters? Or is it's see, he's I feel like been... it
0: started in Vegas with yeah. that vampire in the first movie, which is as best as we can tell. A year apart? Like, if we take it on production, you know what I mean? Like, the movie came out, then the next year, the second movie came out, then the following year thing. Call it three years he's been fighting monsters. I guess it's three... But to be fair, it was one monster for the first year, one monster for the second year, and now a monster every other fucking week. lot of monsters. Everywhere he goes. I, I don't know if you would get that how quickly you would get over the fact that there are monsters, particularly when you can't share it with anyone. There was a thing in the beginning of the series where he, when he would talk to people, he'd be like, you know, I killed this vampire in Vegas. He would just kind of say it like it was old hat. Uh, And now it's like, they don't really do that that much. He doesn't really talk about it other than with Vincenzo. And even there, he kind of, they have this sort of unspoken thing about, you know, oh yeah, you're killing monsters. I know you're killing monsters. You still got to write the story or whatever. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. The next... uh, The next episode... First off, I like both of these episodes. Yeah. They're both perfectly interesting. New monsters, which I'm always a fan of when they create create a new thing. It's not just vampires or werewolves. I said that a bunch. This episode's called The Energy Eater.
1: All right. So... It's pretty strange.
0: It's very strange. But in an interesting way. At first, I thought it was like, oh, this is going to be haunted. So there's a a new hospital, this big, giant, new, high-tech, state-of-the-art hospital. He's there covering it because it's a new hospital or whatever. Uh, and we and like a, I don't know hundred people die like there's so many deaths in this episode. A lot people are dying left and fucking right in this episode. It starts with them saying that uh, two Indian high steel workers fell to their death, and it, it reminded me. I remember hearing and kind of always believing in my life that Native Americans. Just work high steel jobs. Yeah. That's a thing. The balance. And so yeah, yeah, it's like they're predisposed to balance. Yeah, I heard that shit too. Heard that shit all the time, right? Kind of true. Yeah, apparently it's uh, true. I googled it because I was like, that can't be a thing. That just has to be a weird stereotype that I grew up with. It's not that it's Native Americans. It's Native Americans from a specific tribe. Yeah. It's uh, specifically Iroquois and specifically Mohawks from a specific region in like... Canada, like Montreal or Quebec or whatever, that they were all working on this bridge, this giant bridge. They all got jobs working on this bridge, and then a bunch of them died. There was a, there was a collapse, the bridge collapsed part of the way through construction, and like a 100 people died, and like 32 of them or something, were, were Native Americans from this one tribe. And it just became the like cool thing to do if you were a young male Native American from this tribe, it was like, "Oh, you're going to go show your fucking guts." By like uh, you know, I'm a badass. I'll fucking work on high steel, and it just kind of became this accepted thing that just like oh they're thing. good at it. What's funny is, at least to me, is that like I all I believed that they were just predisposed to good balance. That was a thing I yep. thought I knew. Me that's too. like oh Native Americans they they're light on their feet or whatever. I thought that's the why exact up there. same thing. No, no, it's a, nope. there's a much more normal story behind it, but. It plays very big into this episode. Yep. Uh huh. Because we find out that, like, there's all. Every construction worker on this job is a Native American. So weird. Uh, <laughs> and they all walked off at one point because they Whatever. We find out that there's some Native American bear god. Machi Minuto Machi Minodo, something like that Kojek calls it Machimoto and he's like any relation to Quasimodo and then the, the Native American guy who's like the foreman or whatever is also the shaman is just like I kind of like that guy so I love I'm that jumping dude. around a bit yeah. but uh, eventually he meets. so there's all these deaths at this hospital and like weird shit's happening like electricity is a, uh, killing people the building's like falling apart it's cracking at the foundation all the shit's going on Uh, He eventually finds out that all these Native Americans walked off the job, so he goes to see the shaman to find out. The shaman's just a foreman, but he's also kind of... he said he's also the shaman. But what I love is he's just like a 70s hornball dude. He is the horniest
1: man (laughs) who has ever existed. (laughs) I I wish I liked anything the way this guy loves pussy. He can't get enough. Kolchak goes
0: to... uh, find him and he's like on another job site and he's sitting in like the trailer or whatever on the phone and he's talking to some woman and he's like uh you know i, I know you want to get back with me you left your your shirt and your or your hairbrush and your something else here I said so it's like the oldest trick in the book you leave something behind so you can come back and get it and he's like I'm gonna have to hang up because I'm not accused to he- I'm not accustomed to hearing those type of words from women. And he hangs up and then the phone calls, and it's just another woman. he's just like this fucking seventies. They eventually go to his apartment to get more information from him, and he's he's like fixing some neighbor's toaster so he can hit so he can bang her, and she very much wants to bang, yeah, she is down. She's annoyed that they've been interrupted, but Kolchak gets all right. I'm jumping around a lot. But Kolchak gets into that. So there's a nurse at the hospital that he meets who works in the in like pathology. She says a weird line. She says, uh, she's like, a, a, a well-performed autopsy is a joy forever. You're a fucking creepily. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. You have a problem. Um, so, so Kolchak, she's like a young, attractive woman. So to get into this guy's apartment, Kolchak brings her because he knows what a hornball this dude is. And he'll fucking let her into the, he let them in. So he's like, oh, hi, how are you? Come on in. You want a drink? And meanwhile, there's this blonde chick on the counter, on the couch who's like, what's going on? You're supposed to be fixing my toaster. My muffin keeps getting
1: stuck. They keep, they keep saying yeah, muffin in a very weirdly sexual way. Yeah, it's just so funny that, like, he's like, well, I got to talk to this guy. I know. I'll bring a woman with me, and he'll try to have sex with her. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? And she
0: is totally okay with that Doesn't being the care. plan. She's, like, done up. She just wants information. She's fine. Yeah. Uh, the... The blonde lady storms off because she's not getting the attention that she's supposed to get like you're supposed to give me a vodka rocks my rocks are melting or whatever the fuck yeah. she says and then she's like she's just like i'm leaving and the guy's like oh what about your muffin and she's like i'll eat instant oatmeal and like throws her hair back and storms out yeah uh Oh, well, you got us there yeah you really nailed this oh what was uh on the phone He's like you left something behind you left your hairbrush and your platform shoes
1: you walked I, home barefoot. You walked home barefoot.
0: But also, I love that it's a 70, so it's platform shoes. It's just great. Uh, yeah, why don't you come over and listen to some vinyl records. records. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the building's falling apart. Kolchak has some guy he knows who's like an engineer or an architect or something. Yeah. That he like got off. Like he saved, like he, somebody was saying fake, like falsely accusing this man of something of people dying in some building collapse or whatever. And Kolchak got the evidence to prove that it wasn't his fault. So the guy owes him a favor. Yeah. That guy, turned out it was a Cyclops. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Typical yeah, yeah, Kolchak yeah, adventures. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Not the oh, Loch Ness monster. It was one of those Loch Ness monsters.
1: There's uh, several.
0: uh um, So that guy, got like, so, this, so Kolchak goes to this place and, like, a guy has died immediately. He's like killed, like the electrical equipment he's working on, like bursting the flames. And he dies, and then Kolchak goes down there. And he sees this janitor and a janitor. Like, there's all these cracks in the wall because the building's been like shaking and falling apart. And the janitor's like, "Well, you know, if they they built it on like an old like there used to be a lake there, and they've taken the water out. so Oh, if the ground's not right. It settles. And you get these cracks." Uh, as he's talking to him the building starts violently shaking, like like an earthquake. Yeah. And Coltrick's like, bah, and he holds his hat and runs away. And the janitor is just sweeping, don't give a fuck. The janitor could not be less interested in the fact that the building's falling out around around yeah, him. Yeah,
1: that janitor, I hope he gets a spin off, because he's clearly an ex-con, because he's like talking to him, and he's like, what's your foreman's name? I don't know. Oh, yeah, what's yeah. your name? I don't know. I yeah, suddenly yeah, realize yeah. like, wait, why am I talking to this person? <laughs> Loose lips sink ships.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that so he calls his friend who's the engineer. And He got off. The guy comes he see, on the phone with him. He goes, "I saved your reputation." Like that <laughs> that, that beat is so perfect. Yeah, it's great. so perfect. Uh, the guy has the worst toupee I maybe have ever seen. Hell yeah! It looks like a fucking like a newsies cap that somebody put a wig on. It's the it's just flat in the front and like sticking out a few inches in front of his face. Uh, that guy gives him some options or whatever. It turns out the Indian guy says, oh, it's Machi Minoto. And it's this ancient bear god that they used to give uh, sacrifices to. They would, like, feed it buffalo or whatever the fuck. Uh, um, Kolchek I, I, I don't even know. This episode is very weird in that I'm not 100% sure Kolchek did anything to stop the monster. Uh, I don't know if the
1: monster just went away. It's real it, weird. The resolution is is a little strange. Where like usually it's like we have the silver bullets that'll stop them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But here it's just like, well, we'll just see what happens, and hopefully this works. I'm like, I guess it does. But it's weird. Well, so the <clears throat>
0: he first brings the 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 Native American foreman slash shaman down to the basement of the hospital to like do a dance, yeah, like a, like a Native American dance that's supposed to stop the monster, or whatever. But Starts the guy's doing the like. Hustle. Yeah, yeah, but the guy's clear. He's wearing like a wide lapel, fucking sports coat, just seventies, and he's like, "I don't want to do this. Like, this is not gonna yeah. work. I feel like a fucking asshole." And culture's like, "Ah, go on, try, try, try." And he like, does the dance for a couple seconds, and then he's like, "Nah, this is stupid."
1: He, he, he like realizes what he's doing. Yeah, and he's, yeah, like, he's embarrassed, yeah. so he
0: doesn't want to do it anymore. Uh, uh, what's interesting is that he manages to kind of convince the cops and the people that own the hospital that this thing is there now there's a a thing where like it kind of attacks them it's killed 15 people who the fuck knows a lot of people and they get like a picture of it on all these x-ray slides there's all these x-ray slides that they kind of gather up and then they go oh fucking they they hide they hang them up in a wall and they go oh, it makes a picture of this like giant eye of a thing uh and then it's in a it's in a cobalt room, whatever that is in a hospital. I don't know what cobalt is. I'm stupid, but it, it's like feeding off that energy. It, we, we find out like it eats energy. It's taking all the pro, it's taking all the plasma out of all these people's bodies. That's how it's how they're dying. And uh, that the nurse goes, plasma is almost 100 percent protein, and protein is pure energy. Uh, so the the people that run the hospital bring in a bunch of like nitrous, um, I don't know, dry ice, whatever nitrous. They're going to freeze it. They, they believe that this monster exists, which is an interesting thing. They're never, he's never really able to convince people until the end, until after the fact that, like, oh, there's a vampire or whatever. But these guys are actually kind of acting proactively to use science to try to stop this monster that they can't see. Then Kolchek shows up, and I, he sprays a fire extinguisher around a bunch, yeah. and then he lays
1: down, and he wakes up in a hospital bed. Yeah, the I think like I yeah I I don't know why he passed out that way. I think it was because of the the gas the gas or, or, or something. Yeah. I don't
0: know why he was spraying the fire extinguisher. His whole thing the was weird that ending. he was going to prove he wasn't even trying to stop it at this point. As much as he wanted to prove it existed and he wanted to run the story because so he was going to he was going to get a picture. I very much love that he uh so he, he's he gets a bunch of uh, he gets like. So film that takes x-rays essentially. Like they say the name and I don't remember what it is, but it's like UV or some shit. Yeah. Like Special film. Uh that costs he, forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He submits the fucking bill to, to Vincenzo. Vincenzo's like, Forty dollars. He's so mad about so pissed. Forty bucks. Uh two twenties. That's really yeah. the fucking breaking this fucking bank. Uh He's so mad about it that when Kolchak wakes up in the hospital and they're like you had uh, frostbite on your hands and feet but they decided not to amputate, uh the film's ruined, 40 dollars down the drain. It's like, hey, your friend is in the hospital. He right. barely survived a monster attack.
1: <laughs> you want to fucking shut your mouth about this 40 bucks? You know, it's it's interesting this I might be mistaken about this, but this seems to be the first episode that he has like multiple people who believe him and are trying to help? Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Like it's interesting that like the the shaman pervert guy is like at first he's like, "Well, this is dumb." But then he's like, "Nope, this this is definitely happening." And then yeah, like yeah, four yeah. other dudes are like, "This is clearly happening.
0: It's weird." Yeah, it's it's definitely weird, but I. I enjoyed it as that change. Yeah, it's like, cool. It's normally always him against the world. Or, like, the cops know something's up, but they don't know what, and blah, blah, blah. But this one, it's like, no, everyone kind of buys into the... And they're, they're even saying the name. They're all saying Machi Minoto, or yeah. the fuck. I, I enjoyed that, like, Kolchak wasn't alone. And by the end he'd kind of like, okay, they're going to freeze this thing or whatever, but I want the picture. I want proof, which I kind of like as opposed to him like, oh, I have to save the day and no one will ever know. I just want proof and I want to take this picture. At one point, he tells Vincenzo that Machi Minotto's thing. He goes, what's that? And he's like, what's that? He's like, uh, Carlos Machu He's a boxer. Fantastic, fantastic boxer. Yeah, <laughs> it really made me laugh.
1: And then later on, uptight's like, "Who's that?" And the educator's yeah. like, "Oh, he's a it's a boxer. It's a boxer. You don't know him. He's great." <laughs> there's, I, I, forgot to mention this in the in the 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 previous episode. I think it's a previous episode. There's a great uptight moment where fucking Vincenzo is like hanging out with all these like big wigs, and they're having they're celebrating. They're having a yeah, couple yeah. drinks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was after speech. it was
0: after his speech. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uptight is hanging out. And then like And is like Kolchak, come Ah it's Koljak Stay have a drink And he's like I can't I have to go Well yeah Because the uh, they, It's
0: after the guy had died And he thinks The moss monster's gone But then he opens His nest drawer and It's like a bunch of him. It's
1: a bunch of moss And water yeah. in
0: there He's like oh It's been here He knows he's after me or
1: Whatever. He runs away And then uptight Kind of hangs out For a moment Like mm. maybe I get to hang out And it's not even a thing where Vincenzo feels awkward and like, well, you know, I would invite you, but But, he's just like, all right, see ya, and walks back. (laughs) And he's just standing there like an asshole. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, no one likes it. He's annoying. He's uptight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still good. Also, you were saying that there's a very
1: egregious example of like fucking up a crime scene. So he... Okay, so... At the beginning, he's, like, taking a tour or whatever, right. and then there's, there's like, a slight malfunction with the lights, right. and then they're like, well, okay, we're not gonna be able to show you downstairs, it turns out, blah, 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 because, obviously, this thing just happened, and then Jack just looks over, sees a door that says, like, personal only, and he's like, well, I'll just go in there, <laughs> and it's like, but there's no indication anything sinister is happening, nope. nothing supernatural, he's like... I'm gonna go see what the story is here. What's the story <laughs> that you're breaking and entering into a private fucking facility, you crazy person?
0: He also tries to hit on that nurse because he tells he's like uh, he's asking her a question. You know, I'm a reporter. I'm here with the press tour. This oh thing. yeah, and she's like, oh, if you have any questions, you have to go to the the public relations department. I'm not allowed to answer any questions. She's like, oh, can you have coffee, or do you have to ask the cafeteria's permission yeah. first? I was like, hey, if you're asking her out, how about don't be a dick about it? Yeah, right? don't be weird. She, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, he sneaks back into the hospital in my favorite fucking way possible, uh-huh, which is he gets a lab coat and a stack of bedpans. Yeah, that's great. He like gets into the elevator with a stack of bedpans that he's kind of like clumsily holding. And then as he's leaving the elevator, another guy gets on and he just goes, here you go. And he just hands him his bedpans and walks out. You you fooled no one. All you do is get on an elevator and then immediately give away your disguise. I don't understand. Yeah,
1: it. it's 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 odd, but he's he's weirdly good at that. Like, like breaking into places with like yeah, the yeah. most flimsy <laughs> flimsy of excuses. Like, oh, I'm gonna show... like in the previous episode, he goes to the basement at like ten at night. Yeah, and yeah pretends yeah, to be yeah. an inspector. It's like,
0: yeah. you know, dude, like <laughs> you know, they always fall. Through. And it works. At one point, the guy the, that guy when he goes to the basement and that the guy who's like, oh, they're necking and smoking cocaine. He says he's like, let me see that badge again. And the call truck's like, "What's your name?" And he takes out like a notepad right now, and the guy's like, oh, "Oh, I don't want any trouble, Mister." Like yeah, he's he just like completely turns done. the tables on him. But this episode, I, and I maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. I don't. Did they beat Machi Minoto? Did they freeze
1: them with? They the like thing? they contained them, and then okay. they said they're doing something where they're adding like cold water or freezing temperatures yeah, to the basement or something They're so they didn't really defeat him like kill him but they're containing him
0: okay because then he also says at the end that like he's turned there like so the hospital's closed they've had to evacuate all the patients because fucking people are dying left and right in this fucking hospital uh the hospital is done they're not they're not making it a hospital again so much bad press or whatever but then he says at the end he's like the people that own the hospital the guy who's running the hospital whatever the guy's name is, is like He's now opening fucking blah, blah, marina in the same place. So, so, you just gonna get a bunch of people dead in a marina? Like, it's, it doesn't feel like a victory in the way all the other episodes, the fucking vampire's dead, the moss monster's dead, whatever, the zombie's back in the ground, but this one just feels
1: like, eh, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. just,
0: it doesn't have that same, like, victorious feel. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll just keep him there. He's not gonna do anything, but he's just... Well, they keep there. saying that, like,
0: he's been there, like, before man. There's, like, Neanderthal cave drawings that, like, describe Machi. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. And he gets a picture. What's crazy is he does get a photograph. At the end, you see this picture, and it's this giant, creepy eye, and, like, you see the thing. Okay, is he going to run that story? I can't imagine the international news service, or whatever he works for, is going to print a story about the... Indian bear god that killed a bunch of people in this hospital because you have a kind of blurry picture.
1: Yeah, it's weird that 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 he's like, uh, well, no one will ever run this story. And it's yeah. like, but you have a, a photo. I don't.
0: Know. I, I again, it seems like I'm kind of. It, it, it may not be my favorite episode, only because I feel the ending was just felt kind of rushed and lackluster. I think everything the else. The rest is of good. the episode yeah. was good. Like I like the 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 creature is interesting. Yep. It's a new thing. Uh, it it is also like. It's not, a, it's not motivated by your specific, like, oh, it needs to drink blood or it needs to whatever. It's just a god, and it's mad, and you're not giving it buffaloes anymore, so now it's just going to fucking eat people. Yeah. Like, it just ha- it has its own whims. I enjoyed that part. I, I, and, and, like, I like a lot of the characters. There's a weird moment where the... So the thing is in this cobalt room or whatever, and it's, like, busting out through the wall. And one of the guys, like, the hospital administrators just goes, I gotta let it out of there! Yeah, what? what was that? Why? About? I don't... Or do you
1: feel bad for the bear god that's killing everyone? I don't... It's, it's strange. It's killing your colleagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's killed multiple doctors. Let's, let's get it out of there to the open, where it can kill us. Okay, you idiot. Seemed weird. Yeah, I uh, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, too. I did have a kind of an issue with the ending there. Uh, I give this one 7 out of 10 Dean Mans. Uh, the one before it, I give 8 out of 10 Dean Mans.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I liked the previous episode more, only because it was kind of just more straightforward... And then it was also, like, a little goofy in ways that I enjoy. Uh, It had a lot of, like, silly kolchak that I I have fun with. Uh, (laughs) There's also a continuing thing where he has to be like, Kolchak, where, like, no one can understand his name. It's a very straightforward name. It's two syllables. It's not hard. Kolchak. They're hard K sounds. It's very easy. But no one can fucking get his name right. They really enjoy it.
1: Uh, we're at like the halfway mark. Yeah, we're halfway through like this series. Yeah. Ten more episodes, yeah. and I'm excited to see where they go. It's interesting, yeah, to to see how they go because everything I've read about this series is that like the guy playing them, like playing Kolchak, like kind of was like not happy with the way the the direction took. Oh yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what happens, what what's the turn? Why he doesn't like? Him. I wonder if it's just because it it
0: does get a bit of like the comedic. Yeah. As opposed to, like, if, like when you watch the, the TV movies that were so wildly successful, fairly straightforward. They're not a lot of humor. There's a couple moments, but yeah. it, they're mostly serious. And the first few episodes of the show felt mostly serious with the monsters. And there just seems to get more and more funny, which yeah. I'm fine with. Uh, I feel like this, the only thing this show is kind of missing, and I think it's just because of the way we're trained to watch TV now is that there's no, like, overarching story. Everything is week to week. Nowadays, there'd be, like, week to week monsters, but then also the big, bad monster yeah. that you have to fight and learn about throughout the, se- throughout the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, that's That's, that's just how TV works now, and there's none of that. This is, like, it could be an anthology show. Like, it's just a different story every week. We learn nothing new about Kolchak. Like, we, no- we don't know his background. We don't know his history. We've, like I said, we've never seen this fucking apartment. Right. Uh so every week he's just a guy that works at this place and he's gotta fight a monster. Uh it to me that's fun and kind of refreshing from the what we watch T V like now. Uh but I can see that maybe wearing off after a while. Yeah. But right now I'm still in hundred yeah. percent. I'm enjoying it. Uh you got anything you wanna plug?
1: Uh yeah, I'm at I'm at Cap City this week. Telling some goddamn jokes uh, so opening. Oh
0: yeah uh, with uh, Jeff Die, right? Jeff Die and Raul Sanchez The great oh, Raul Sanchez hilarious there, comic, so, hilarious uh, comic.
1: so come out to that I guess Or don't I don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> Not paid by the person You can all stay home <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you Yeah yeah That's how you build a fan <laughs> base get hostile <laughs> Fuck yourself Uh, Motherfucker, I don't need you. Uh, Come out to that. Uh, uh, You can check out my podcast, the Storytelling Podcast, at storyfellers.com. Check it out. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Super fun.
0: Definitely check that out. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, I am at the Velveeta Room this weekend with Chad Daniels. That's going to be super fun. Uh, I'm there there Friday night. Two shows Friday night. So come out to that. Uh, I got a bunch of shows coming up this week. I'm doing a uh, fucking Standing Rock benefit on Friday the 18th. Where's that? not this week. I said the New Movement. Uh, I'm on Waterbed on the 23rd. I'm at Punch at Cap City on the 21st. I'll put all this shit on Facebook, so just check my Facebook. Excuse me. Uh, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. Please do those things on iTunes. It's super awesome of you. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm thinking maybe... I know we're early. We're only halfway through this season, but I'm thinking maybe Bunheads next Tell me what you think on Twitter. If you like that idea, if you have suggestions of what we should do, message me at, at Chris Cubis or at Cancelled Pod. And we'll see you next week. Bye.